You've reached Leave a Message After the Tone, a podcast about voicemails and the everyday moods they capture. This month, we asked listeners to ring in and share their story, big or small, about when their perception of a family member changed. Maybe it was something said during Thanksgiving dinner, or a conversation you had with your uncle at 7-Eleven. But whatever the case, it changed how you saw them, for the good, the bad, or just different. Let us know what you think after the beep. Daddy sent me up to my room because what we had for dinner wasn't what I wanted, and Daddy got mad at me. And did that incident change what you thought about Daddy? But then I changed it back. But then you changed it back. So when I was about 15 and my sister was 12, I thought my sister was kind of an antisocial loser. She just spends all day in her room. And so one day I went in to try to borrow some clothes or something and she was like, get out of here. And I was like, what are you even doing in here? And she was like, okay, fine. And she showed me um, her YouTube channel. She was like a YouTube famous movie director. She made films by filming Sims and she had been writing scripts and holding auditions. She was like, yeah, the time differences can be really hard to manage. I'm working with this actor in Russia. I'm like, what? You have this global Sims enterprise. I think most parents want their kids to be good kids, but my dad wanted me to be charitable and kind. Anyway, one very special night, we went to go see uh, the Ninja Turtles movie. This was at the time where he and my mom had separated. It was just me and him. He bought me a big popcorn. We were pumping our fists. We were excited. And about five minutes in, he he, uh, nudges me and says, sit next to that kid in the row in front of us. He's poor and share your popcorn with him. Oh, I sat next to the kid, and I look over, and it's Alec. Alec was my best friend. I turned around and looked at my dad, and he was also sitting next to Alec's mom, who later became my stepmom. So that was not me hanging out with a poor kid at all. That was my dad trying to get me away so he could make out with my future stepmom at the Ninja Turtles movie. So he lied to his kid to uh, get some, and I hope he did. My dad started driving for Uber. He recently picked up some drunk white millennials from downtown, and he was telling me that they took a look at him and that they could take advantage of some immigrant dude, and they told him that they were going to carjack him and kidnap him, to which he responded, Oh, yeah? Uh, Go ahead. I'll kill you. Literally said he would kill them. And that's when I realized my dad was tight. When my little sister first came out, as a lesbian to my parents, there was some tension because there was kind of this line between, you know, tolerating because they have to versus, you know, fully embracing her identity. My mom's way of trying to be supportive was saying, well, I don't care who you sleep with. And she, you know, she genuinely thought that was what my sister wanted to hear. When I was in high school, um, it was the summer, and then I was looking for change for the ice cream truck. And I was going through my dad's drawer where he kept all of his change and a picture surfaces of a kid graduating from high school and on the back it said to my father who sits at another table love your son and I went out to the ice cream truck and I got the choco taco and I'm eating this choco taco and looking at this picture and this choco taco becomes revolting so gross, so sticky, and I can't eat any more of it. 
And flash forward to a few months later, I accidentally outed myself as queer. And the reaction was a little different, and I think it was mostly because I kind of made it clear I didn't really want to talk about it. But then my mom ended up telling my sister and me that she had once had a relationship with another girl. And uh, my dad was upstairs reading the paper, and I say, Dad, you have another child. And he doesn't look up from the paper. He just says, yeah, I do. And now I don't want to talk about it. And I had a really hollow, crazy feeling come over me that I just didn't know this man at all. I had no idea what my father was capable of. I had no... I don't, I don't know him. And then this is past Thanksgiving... My mom got very drunk, and my one cousin, who says offensive shit all the time, but he looks at me and he says, wow, it's so surprising that your sister turned out to be the gay one. My mom kind of looked at me funny, like she wanted to acknowledge it, but I said something to my mom, like whispered to her after my cousin walked away, like, "Uh, sorry, there's actually more than one of us. And her face just got really serious, and she was just like, I love you no matter what, and gave me this huge hug, which if you knew my mom, you know that's kind of a strange thing to do out of the blue. But then she got really sad looking, and she said, I'm glad things get to be different for you, but things will never get to be different for me. And then she slowly glanced over to my dad, and she said, that thing that I told you and your sister, I've never told anyone else in my life. I'm 44 now, and... I never could go back to sort of, I don't know, trusting him or having this naive comfort with my dad. But it also didn't stop me from having a pretty deep cut relationship with him. Maybe even a little bit deeper that I know this truth about him, which is that he's sneaky and hides things and is duplicitous. But maybe it also gave me the sense of my father being, I don't know, a more real person. And I guess it just, I mean, I always thought she wanted us to be quieter because of us, but now I think it's more about her. So I'm just like holding on to this thing that maybe I grew up in a household of queer women. (laughs) And now I'm going to go downstairs and have Christmas with them. So, okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Leave a Message After the Tone, and a very big thank you to everyone who called in. This podcast was co-created by Zoe Stahl and me, Melanie Crivellis. Our website was made by Isaac Meckler, and this month's music is from Mort Garrison. For more information about us and our next episode, check out leaveamessageafterthetone.com.